it's exploded in some areas, including uh, the sale of of uh, limited sale of, of digital images, which is something that's really shocking to me. But we'll be right back with more <laughs> from our house tears after these very important messages. When it comes to buying a home, you can count on Hunt Mortgage to help you find a loan that fits your unique needs. Only Hunt Mortgage offers you a $1,000 pre-purchase commitment guarantee, which gives you a competitive edge when putting in your offer on a home. At Hunt Mortgage, we'll make your home financing experience efficient, easy, and stress-free. Put our generation of experience to work for you. Apply online today at HuntMortgage.com. Guarantee terms and conditions apply. Hunt Mortgage is a licensed mortgage banker. NMLS 37405. New York Department of Financial Services and an equal opportunity lender. Welcome back to our house. This is Peter Hunt, and the show is brought to you by the ever-improving HuntRealEstate.com, where everything is truly easier for your real estate and home ownership experience. Go there today. HuntRealEstate.com is the only place on the web where you can find a complete inventory of homes available here in Buffalo, Niagara, and also in all the markets we serve in upstate New York, and also linked to our markets in Phoenix, Arizona, and Boston, Massachusetts. You also find access to a complete set of home ownership services at HuntRealEstate.com, which is powered by Hunt Real Estate ERA. The show is also brought to you by Hunt Mortgage, home of the pre-purchase commitment, the low rate and closing cost guarantee, and even our second look program, which is a great advantage. There's so many people that seem to be in the mortgage business today. There's uh, Every time I turn on my computer and go to my email, there's <clears throat> all kinds of solicitations, people offering to buy my house, everything else in the world. If something like that hits your 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 eyes, please, before you sign up for anything, get whatever information you can from them and then call Hunt Mortgage, 633-3700. We'll give it a second look. We'll make sure you're getting the best deal possible. And just for calling us, we're going to give you a gift certificate. So there's no risk, no cost. The best thing you can do to make sure that you're getting the best deal in town, 633-3700. I'm in the studio, ta- studio today with Steve Fitzmorris, the COO of Hunt Property Solutions, and also live remote with Franny Evadon, the president of the Buffalo Society of Artists. Prior to the break, Franny, we were talking about, uh, I, I introduced the topic of digital art, which is something that uh, uh, never ceased to amaze me. You know, just in our business, Franny, we're, we're now, there's actually, there's the beginning of the sale of virtual land, which I was just reading about yesterday. It's, this is crazy in my opinion, but who knows? I mean, there's there's now people that are creating themselves as avatars and living in in a, in this this new world, I guess that I'm not terribly familiar with. And look what Facebook has done in terms of changing its its whole kind of uh, its name and and really the direction of the organization. Uh, are you familiar with any of this, Franny? Is this is this uh, hitting your your radar screen yet? Yes, I am familiar with it. Um, I'm familiar with this, uh, this new way of selling art, NFTs. Um, I'm not an expert by any way, shape, or form. Uh, my knowledge is, is extremely limited at this, at this point, but I am investigating it um, because it seems like uh, an interesting way to make some money and also to, um, uh, to guarantee that, th- that uh, when the art is sold again, that the artist does get some, uh, uh, is paid again, some royalties from the sale of the art. Currently, when you sell a piece of art, uh, um, you sell it to, to a collector, and then maybe the collector wants to sell it again. 
the artist does not get any portion of that sale. It just goes on. If the art impre- increases in value, uh, then the person selling it gets gets the profit. Um, with NFTs, um, apparently, and again, I'm no expert. Um, it, it is um, it is on the it's on the blockchain, and the blockchain. Oh boy, I'm getting myself into something that I know very little about at the moment. Uh, but the blockchain is 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 a way to uh, guarantee that there's no um, interference with that uh, particular um, technology. So so when the art is sold again, the art it's it's still the original piece of art. It has a certificate of authenticity, and the artist gets uh, part of the of the profit of a royalty, whatever is decided. That's really the that's really the extent of my knowledge right now, um, but it's very interesting. It is pretty crazy because there's no actual physical piece of artwork that's being sold. It's all, um, it's it, you know, it's all uh, on the on the web. Hmm. Uh, so uh, that's it. That's what I know. <laughs> well, that's more than me. I also know that my nephew is extremely involved in this and is becoming. Uh, quite the expert, so I will be uh, picking his brain about it. Well, we all should pick his brain because it is a whole new world, um, and it's it's very interesting. By the way, if you'd like to participate in today's show, call us here in the studio at 716-803-0930 or text us at that same number, 716-803-0930. We do have a text that came in regarding this the Van Gogh exhibit, and it's the, the question is, is art, quote, for the common man the way of the future? Can venues other than museums be alternative? Buffalo has plenty of space for art, if that's correct. Is that is that? Uh, I mean, are we really going to see an explosion of of venues in your mind, um, Franny, where people can experience not just uh, the traditional art forms, but perhaps some of these new forms, uh, video, for example, which seems to be exploding. Yes, well, video art has been around for quite a while. Um, uh, it's uh, it's been in it's been in the museums, but I'm not sure what the uh, what the uh, person who texts means by that. But um, but hopefully art will, will be more accessible and is more accessible to uh, to the to the public. Uh, sometimes it gets a little precious when it's in the galleries and and people go into the galleries and feel a little intimidated by uh, by it. Everything is so quiet and hushed and and uh, and 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 uh, precious. Um, well, the Van Gogh exhibit is one one example of how it's not very quiet in there. I mean, it's quiet in part of it, but then you get into the the large gallery where the where the whole technology basically takes over, and it's 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 really spectacular. Uh, and this same uh, person writes about a comment on the success of the Van Gogh exhibit. I don't know how successful it's been. I do know that it's the time that it's here has been extended, I think twice now, obviously because people want to go. You have to have a, a timed entry, which is uh, keeps the space very uh, comfortable from a, uh, I guess, a transmission of disease standpoint, but also from a, just a practical standpoint, you just, you have the opportunity to linger and, and to admire what's there as opposed to being rushed through or being in a, in a big crowd. So I'm, I'm wondering, Steve, you've been, I, I haven't. I, I want to go. I've heard several people talk about it. 
It's on my list. Well, it's quite spectacular. Have you been, Franny, yourself? No, I haven't. Uh, but I wanted to uh, make a, a point about about accessibility. Um, when I was teaching, uh, I one of the first things I would ask my students. I taught high school uh, art um, for twenty seven years, um, and um, one of the first things I asked my students uh, was to write down five artists that they knew. And of course, top of the list: Van Gogh, Picasso, uh, people like that. Uh, and so making art accessible to the public um, through Van Gogh is, is, is a very smart thing because everybody knows who Van Gogh is. And they, you say Van Gogh and they say cut off his ear. That's really what they know. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right? There, there's an image of that there, too. Just Right, of course. Um, so uh, I think it's, and it's very popular. Um, everybody wants to see it. I have not seen it as yet. Uh, and also the Albright Knox has been um, in their in their Northampton uh, uh, location has been uh, doing projects that invite the public in and and have the uh, and have kids and 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 their parents and families and all sorts of people doing all sorts of projects uh, in order to make the art more accessible. Uh, I think that um, and just kind of circling back to the Brisbane and the studios downstairs. Uh, having artists in those studios um, creating art, and there are windows, uh, so the public can come in and watch people work, uh, watch the artist work, makes, makes that art more accessible. And the artist is there to discuss the work uh, with the public. Um, then the art itself becomes more accessible, uh, something that might not have been understood, an image that might not have been understood, or a technique uh, that might not have been understood previously becomes uh, more accessible when the artist is there to explain it and explain the intent behind uh, making the artwork itself. Uh, so there are many ways to make artwork accessible to the to the public. Uh, you know, that that's very interesting, Franny, because I spent some time <clears throat> with little kids over the over the holidays and I watched them and how they gravitate towards drawing and painting and having fun with art, and it really transforms their frame of mind. And this is something that. I think people underestimate about the power of art and just be engaged with it. So we hope to create, just as you're saying, the opportunity for people to get excited about art itself and creation of art itself by coming into the Brisbane building when, when our when our gallery is complete, which we expect to be in April? Yes. Which will be exciting. It's springtime and we'll be able to kind of spring into the market there and hopefully create a, a, a new a new opportunity for people to have the art experience without just being, as you say, a little intimidated by uh, the great masters, which, which is something that uh, I think some people are. It's, it's, it's not easy to understand that, uh, the, those kinds of works and what makes a great master versus, versus a, just a high-quality artist. What, what do you think? Of, we have to go to break, Franny, and it's a difficult question, but what happens? Is it the commercial acceptance of some of an artist's work that really transitions them from being just a, a technical, technically very good to being commercially um, or, or being famous, let's say, just commercially accepted? Oh, you want me to answer this now before break? Well, yeah, just get a quick question, quick, quick, quick answer. What is it? Is it? Is it? Okay. Is, they just become hot. Is that what happens? Yeah. Yes, and this does become hot, and um, uh, and I think it has a lot to do with who's promoting the art. Um, 
uh, unfortunately, what happens with most artists is that the artist, him or herself, needs to uh, promote promote the work. Um, doesn't have an agent necessarily. Doesn't have someone representing them, and uh, and has to do all the work of promotion on social media, on on Facebook, on you know, of uh, 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 various ways of uh, on the website, and figure out how to promote the work. Um, uh, needs to get shown needs to get and 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 needs to apply to all of these shows and and uh, uh, uh and and needs to get shown around the country and maybe around the world it's it's a very difficult thing um uh, just in any of the arts um it's it's difficult to actually hit um and become a star um the problem is that artists um are not business people and uh, need need the need somebody to help them promote their work. Uh, there are plenty of artists who are way better than artists who are considered to be stars, but they don't have the representation necessarily to get them uh, the publicity uh, that they need. When we come back from the break. I'd like you to talk about the <clears throat> democratization of of things like art through technology, which I think is one of the great opportunities in, in today's society. And we'll be back with more from our hosts after these important messages. When it comes to buying a home, you can count on Hunt Mortgage to help you find a loan that fits your unique needs. Only Hunt Mortgage offers you a $1,000 pre-purchase commitment guarantee, which gives you a competitive edge when putting in your offer on a home. At Hunt Mortgage, we'll make your home financing experience efficient, easy, and stress-free. Put our generation of experience to work for you. Apply online today at HuntMortgage.com. Guarantee terms and conditions apply. Hunt Mortgage is a licensed mortgage banker. NMLS 37405. New York Department of Financial Services and an equal opportunity lender. Welcome back to our house. This is Peter Hunt, and the show is brought to you by the ever-improving HuntRealEstate.com, where everything is truly easier for your real estate and home ownership experience. This show is also brought to you by Hunt Mortgage, home of the pre-purchase commitment, the low-rate and closing cost guarantee, and the second-look program. And you really need, if you're thinking about either refinancing or buying a home, you really want to talk to Hunt Mortgage first because you'll make sure that you're getting the very best deal available anywhere in the in the country today and it is a national mortgage market and you want to watch it today because rates have gone up a little bit in the last week or two and this is largely because the uh, there's all kinds of news from the Federal Reserve about what may happen in terms of rates going up from their from uh, that are within their control and also how that's affecting things like the bond market which is really the fundamental basis of pricing for mortgages today the 10-year t-bill and that went up quite considerably this this week and it did affect mortgage rates already so we are live remote today with franny evadon the president of the buffalo society artists and in the studio with me is steve fitzmorris the chief operating officer of hunt property solutions we've been talking about art and it's really its effect on all of us and also its effect on real estate frankly and this is we started the show by discussing the impact of on, on real estate values of the presence of art museums, and it's it's really quite shocking how how it's how clear it is the positive impact. We hope through what we're doing the Brisbane building that the value at least to our tenants of being in that building will be increased by the presence or proximity of high quality art. But back to your your point earlier, Franny, about the, about the. Um, 
I guess the marketing of art and how how um, important that is and how an artist may not be business people themselves but really need to engage somehow with the public through technology that, that's changed all, everything H- hasn't it really in terms of being self-publishing or self-promoting in terms of in terms of um, an artist's work absolutely um, many artists um, have used uh, Instagram TikTok on those various platforms in order to promote themselves and their art, uh, to promote themselves actually creating their art um, so that uh, people can see the process. The process is very interesting to a lot of people. BSA uh, has studio visits. We've, gone, we've had a difficult time with, uh, with studio visits over the past years, a couple of years because of COVID, but we want to bring them back. And uh, so we have a few times a year, maybe four or five times a year, a year uh, one of our artists um, uh, will open uh, their studio uh, to the public and either do a demonstration or a talk or or something uh, with refreshments, of course, always with refreshments, um, and has the public come in and uh, and meet the artist and and see the work. Um, that's a hands-on experience, but uh, but technology and and we record it and we put it up on our website. Uh, but uh, technology has really been instrumental in reaching more people um, more quickly. It's very interesting because this, we, we you know we talk about. There's so much talk about, for example, the destruction of democracy, and you know everywhere in the press, which I think is <clears throat> silly because technically we're not a democracy. We're a democratic republic. We have elements of our political system that are pure democracy, which is the election of president, but that really isn't pure democracy either because it's state by state. So it's a, I don't mean to get sidetracked into that, but through technology, everything kind of becomes democratized. Um, For very low cost, someone can promote themselves in various ways from a business standpoint, art art for example, um, to the world. Which is which is unheard of. It was unheard of 25 years ago. It's just amazing how, how that's changed everything. I'm very interested in, in for example, how how during the pandemic, for example, you've taken people into into individual studios. Is that what you did through technology? Well, we've tried to do that. Um, I know that there are many artists uh, around Buffalo who actually have done that. Uh, there have been virtual studio visits. Um, uh, some of the galleries have conducted virtual studio visits. Some artists and some individual artists have done it uh, and promoted themselves through Facebook uh, and and various other outlets in order to uh, and provided a link to that uh, to that visit uh, so that you can see exactly what's going on in the studio. The artist um, talks about the work being produced, um, has a camera set up so you can actually watch the artist doing the work. Um, uh, and that's very interesting and also generates sales as well. Generates a lot of talk, a lot of sales. Uh, media, uh, the traditional media outlets watch this, and the next thing you know, that artist is on television. Um, there's a story about the artist. Uh, so, so that's one way of doing it. Um, it's difficult. I find it very difficult not actually wanting to be on camera myself, I'm a photographer, and I like to be behind the lens, not in front of it, but I know that it's an extremely important thing to do in order to get your work seen. 
because not everybody is going to have um, is always is going to be professionally marketed. So you have to do it yourself. Well, this is interesting. You know, um, we have a text coming in. It says, "Can you apply art to, to new build real estate today?" For example, are craftsman-style new builds available rather than generic styles elsewhere? And the answer is yes. Uh, architecture is art, in my opinion. The thing about architecture and residential construction, though, is it tends to be um, period-driven. In other words, you can – I'm not trying to be um, bragging or anything, but I can drive by a house and tell you when it was built within 10 years just because of its style, unless the style's been radically altered. And, and craftsman is popular today, for example, based on uh, from this, this text. It is very popular, and so you're going to see a lot of craftsmen or modification of craftsman style all over the place. Usually by the time it gets modified and modified and modified, it doesn't look very much like craftsmen by the time, although they're calling it that. For example, there's there's a whole slew of, of very traditional architectural styles that fall under the category of maybe colonial or Tudor or something like that. And it's, it's so interesting to me. Now, as you look at the description of a house online, for example, it'll just say traditional. Well, what does that mean? It, who knows? But it's. I think what it really means is that, that the, the builder or the architect just jumbled up a bunch of styles and threw them all together. And this is a thing that I'm seeing more and more often. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the the new kind of trendy architecture around the country is 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 very attractive. Frankly, I think the what I've always found to be the case, just to fundamentally answer this question, is that long term value in, in residential real estate has a lot to do with traditional architectural styles. If you have a traditional architectural style, and there's and there's not a million of them, there's a fairly limited number. If you have a tr- home with a very traditional architectural style, chances are it's going to have long-term value. So craftsmen or or Dutch colonial or uh, French country, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but that appeared about 20 years ago, <laughs> and somebody thought that was kind of cool. But the long story short is that architecture does create long-term value, just like high-quality art has long-term value, which is why this whole trend in terms of uh, technology is so interesting to me. In the Brisbane, Steve, well, we, we'll, we're going to have a lot of public access. Yes, yes, so, we will. Well, when will the gallery be open itself? Um, on or about April 1st. And then during the day and on the weekends? Uh, primarily afternoons and evenings, probably uh, Tuesday through Saturday. Okay, great. And, and we'll, well, if the artists are working there, they'll someone coming into the gallery can wander down and take a look and absolutely i think that's a a very attractive part of it and that's probably something that we would publish on the website to let people know that uh, the artist whose work is being displayed will be creating more work or will be available for conversations on such and such a date at such and such a time but I, i think what franny was talking about having people watch an artist create something and understand uh, the level of attention and work that goes into something is fantastic. I think that's true, and it's, it's and it does inspire. And as, as Franny termed it, I, I'll just see if I can make sure I've, I've got this right. Art, art has to move you, and hopefully that's something that that we'll see in in our art gallery, and and hopefully in every art gallery. Um, that, I, and you know, one of the things that strikes me, Franny, and we've only got a few minutes left here, but. Value in art is always seems to me to be a massive mystery. Um, how how do 
if you go to a show, for example, one of the big shows around the country, like uh, the one in Miami that uh, was in, in December, for example, um, it seems like there's a price point that becomes rather common for certain size art. Is that is is that just a fact of life, Franny, or is there really a means by which the artist and the public um, define value in, in a piece of art? Well, that's a tough question. Um, I know that uh, many artists devalue their their work, don't put a high enough price tag on it. Um, uh, it, the materials themselves are, well, they're not cheap. They certainly are not hugely expensive, depending on what medium you're working in. Uh, but it really isn't, it isn't the materials that make the artists, the way the artist uses the materials, uh, that creates the value in, in the art. Um, I think I'm really not an expert on how to price art. Uh, I do know that uh, Buffalo itself does not command a, as high a price for work uh, that, uh, you know, that originates from, let's say, New York or, or Miami. Um, I did hear a story uh, once or twice about a person who uh, felt that the art, there was, uh, was interested in a piece of art in Buffalo, um, did not want to pay the price uh, that was being asked in Buffalo, saw the work in New York, the same work, managed to get itself into a gallery in New York. Price was maybe quite a bit higher and bought the work because it originated in New York. So um, it, might, it might be the location where the, where the work is. Um, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a very tricky question and one that I don't think I'm, I'm qualified to, to answer in, in any coherent manner, really. I'm not sure anyone is, but I, I thought I'd <laughs> throw it at you just, just in case. We've only got about a minute left, Franny. How, how would our listeners learn more about the Buffalo Society of Artists? Well, we have a website. Uh, they can go on buffalosocietyofartists.org, uh, and, and on that website uh, you can learn about the history of, of, of the BSA, and you can also uh, look at the various artists. Um, all of our exhibiting members, or most of our exhibiting members, have a page uh, with, uh, with some examples of the work that they produce and hopefully a link to their websites or any other uh, media that they wish uh, the viewer can, can access. Uh, we also have uh, on the website, you can access something called the Video Archive Project, which is something that's been going on for a number of years, where uh, uh, various artists have been, uh, have been recorded uh, talking about their art um, and, and uh, talking about their process, and you can also see them working, you can see their artwork, that uh, the video archive project is, is a very important aspect of the BSA. It's also archived at the Birchfield Penny. Um, we do, we're going to have to we're going to have to go to running out of time here, Franny. But thank you very much. I, I hope our listeners took note of what you had to say about how to access more information about the Buffalo Society of Artists. Franny Evident, president of the Buffalo Society of Artists. Thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for having me. Steve Fitzmorris, COO of Buffalo or Hunt Property Solutions. Thank you very much for being with us, and good luck to the uh, art gallery. And how can our listeners reach you? Uh, you can reach us at 835-0055 uh, uh, locally, and uh, you can take a look at the Brisbane Building website, thebrisbanebuilding.com, and huntpropsolutions.com as well.
Thank you very much for being with us today, Steve. Thank our listeners for being with us. We'll be back again next week at the same time. And remember, when it comes to real estate, all of Upstate is Hunt Country. WBEN Buffalo, WKSE 3, HD 3, Niagara Falls. An Odyssey Station.